0: The surprise billing debate is about to heat back up again now that there's a new bill to address the problem. And the final health information sharing rules are expected soon. One expert says they may be the single biggest health reform she's ever seen. It's all coming up on this episode of Just Healthcare Daily. Monday, February 10th. And I'm Alex Olgin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. This week, expect more debate on surprise billing. Friday, lawmakers introduced yet another piece of legislation to address surprise medical bills. The bipartisan bill was introduced by Ways and Means Committee members Representative Richard Neal, a Democrat from Massachusetts, and Kevin Brady, a Republican from Texas. Under the proposal, patients would be held harmless, and insurers and providers would have to try and resolve the dispute before going to arbitration. This bill adds to the myriad of legislation to address surprise medical bills floating around Congress. Late last Last year, senators and representatives introduced proposed setting a benchmark rate for how much out-of-network providers could charge, but they also included arbitration provisions as a backstop. Yet another bill is expected this week in the House Education and Labor Committee ahead of a planned markup on Tuesday. Now it's time for our weekly deep dive. Any day now, the Department of Health and Human Services is expected to release final rules about patient access to health information. The two rules are closely related. One requires healthcare providers, insurers, and other companies to have health information in a standardized, shareable format. The other rule requires healthcare organizations to share that information and prevents them from blocking it, so it can be shared with patients and third parties like wellness apps. Julie Barnes is founder of Maverick Health Policy, a health information policy consulting firm. She's been closely following these rules
1: since they were introduced a year ago, and she says they are a really big deal. I don't think it can be understated um what a sea change this will mean to the healthcare system writ large. I, I don't think we've seen anything like this in terms of a healthcare reform that's impacted everyone across the healthcare system ever. I mean, the Affordable Care Act was more pointed um, in, its, in its direction in terms of who it covered and who it would impact. I don't think you can point to another federal activity that had, will have more broad impact on the healthcare system in terms of the information flow, the business model changes, the um, really shift in power of who knows what and how they're able to utilize it. First, she says they're going to be very expensive for health
0: systems, who've already paid for and trained staff on certain electronic health record systems. Because of the rules, this means they'll have to update their systems with programs that meet the new standards. Barnes says by requiring healthcare organizations to make this information shareable, it upends the current business model of electronic health record companies and other health IT companies.
1: For health IT vendors, it's really a a business model change. Some of the larger EHR vendors for health systems have have basically sold their products to hospitals saying you can have a competitive advantage by using this tool. You keep it in your own system. And now the exact opposite will be true. The whole point of these rules is so that the information can flow to systems who who do not have any relationship to each
0: other. One of the biggest EHR companies and most vocal critics of the rules has been Epic. CNBC reported Epic CEO Judy Faulkner and 60 other health systems sent a letter to HHS laying out their concerns, some of which are that the current rule is too broad and makes sweeping changes too fast. And as Barnes explains, many are concerned about patient privacy.
1: It's hardly only Epic that is uh, legitimately concerned about the the privacy issues that might result from this rule, again, mostly because HIPAA does not cover non-healthcare entities, um, then you really don't have any privacy um, oversight, any security oversight over some of these, these companies um, that will now, it seems, uh, have all sorts of access to people's sensitive private health information. Other major
0: healthcare organizations have been supportive of the rules, like Epic's competitor Cerner, as well as Humana, Walgreens, Apple, and many others. Barnes says this rule is going to force a lot of collaboration among players who traditionally have stayed in their silos, so she suggests health
1: systems start getting the right teams communicating now. I think it's really important to make sure that you get together uh, basically a war room team um, to respond when they do drop. There's obviously a, you know, sort of an information system component to this. So you need those folks, you need the legal and regulatory teams, but then there's a whole operational team that also needs to be pulled in to make sure that the business model, um, like customer service. And explanation of benefits, if you're a health planner, if you're a health system, what it means for your vendor contracts, I would recommend to a health system is to get those teams together and fast to go over what um, is anticipated to be final and these rules that will be an enormous undertaking but a judge may have thrown
0: a wrench into HHS's plans. A few weeks ago, a Washington, D.C. district court judge ruled that HHS cannot put a limit on how much companies can charge third parties for patient health information. SIOX, a health information management company, sued the government a few years ago, saying it didn't have the authority to limit how much it could charge for sharing information with third parties like lawyers or insurers. Barnes says this could have an impact on the interoperability
1: and information blocking rules. Basically, the court said, Third parties can charge whatever they want um, and that HHS sort of exceeded its its authority when it said that these requests needed to be dealt with quickly and really for nothing more than than labor costs. This is a really big deal that HHS has to respond to if it's going to release these new rules that basically say something very similar, which is people have the right to send their information to third parties. That was founder of Maverick Health Policy
0: Julie Barnes. She says she expects HHS to make some changes to its final rule to respond to industry concerns about compliance. But she expects the guts of the rule to remain the same. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.